Hi, my name is Celine Gabrielle, and this is Art. Okay, cool. A podcast about life as an artist, specifically an emerging artist like myself. The ins and outs, the ups and downs, the day-to-day behind-the-scenes stuff, the good, the bad, and everything else in between. All right, let's go. Hi, thanks for joining me. This is season one, episode two. And so what I'm going to do this week is pick up on where we left off last week. What we talked about last week, in case you haven't listened to it, you're welcome to go back. That's season one, episode one. And I talked a little bit about my hopes for this podcast, um, what I wanted to share with you through this podcast, how I think it might be beneficial And then I filled you in a little bit about me and what got me to this point. And where we left off was what happened after I started creating again, which was back in 2018. So I'm just going to jump right into that. All right. I left off letting you guys know that it had been over 20 years and I really hadn't created anything except children and a different career and a life, but no art. So I just started with what I had on hand, which was watercolor paints, a a watercolor pad, some pencil crayons, some markers, you know, just some basic leftover odds and ends from many years prior. And... Even though I had a lot of ideas in my mind of what I wanted to create, they were all pretty big ideas. I wanted to work on big canvases. I wanted to try oil painting, which I had always wondered about because I never really got to use that in school. Um, I'm guessing due to the toxicity, they didn't really want that in the school. So all we had was acrylic, watercolor, um, things of that nature. So... Basically, I just went online. I started going on YouTube. I started going on Instagram and searching hashtags with anything related to art, art makers, art challenges, that kind of thing. And one of the first videos I stumbled upon on YouTube um, was about doing a 20-day self-portrait challenge. And... Not that that was necessarily my primary interest. I do like painting the figure, um, but I'm not necessarily a portrait artist. I just thought, okay, 20 days self-portrait, I have access to myself, as you would painting self-portraits. I have a mirror, so I can do this. It's kind of mindless. I don't have to think every day, okay, what am I going to draw? What am I going to paint? What am I going to do today? what colors am I going to use or whatever. I just had to use what I had and create some sort of self-portrait. And that's where I started. So I, even though I had my mind made up that I was going to do that, it still took some pushback. Like I had this mental block and I just didn't want to do it. Um, And it was... I don't know. I I always go back to fear, I guess. Just what if? What if I did do it? What if I sucked at it? What if I was really good at it? I don't know. It's just this 
mental block, I think a lot of creatives can relate to it. Um, I know the jealous curator, Danielle Krissa, I think that's how you say her last name. Uh, she has a really great book called Your Inner Critic is a Big Jerk. And it's true. Like, I think a lot of us have this internal dialogue that holds us back sometimes. So anyway, if you actually Google that hashtag or, or search it up on Instagram, I should say, 20-day self-portrait challenge, you'll probably see a bunch of the ones that I had made. So they were just made on like sketchbook paper. And the first, the first one, I was way too much in my head. So basically all I did was, I think it was yellow paint. I don't know why yellow. I don't know. Like, I don't even know. But I just said, just do it. So it's really bad. I did it in like two minutes. It's a very loose sketch. But I started. So that felt really good. And then the next day, I switched it up. So instead of using the same medium every day, which is something you could totally do, I decided I was just going to experiment with a bunch of the different supplies I had on hand. So I had acrylic, I had watercolor, I had pen and ink, I had pencil crayons. And so every day, again, if you search that hashtag and if you scroll way, 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 way back on my Instagram, which is Celine Gabrielle Art, you'll see them at the bottom there. I started just to experiment with different colors, different textures. I had bought myself a starter set of oil paints and so I was playing with those. And at the time, one of the ones there, I was like super pumped about. I thought it was great. And of course, looking back at it, it's really bad. And I had no idea what I was doing, but it was okay because it was all just a big experiment. They were small. You know, I wasn't breaking the bank to to do these. Anyway, so I went on and on. And out of that, actually, I there were probably... Okay, well, first of all, I only made it to 16 days. Because what I said before about, oh, yeah, you always have access to yourself. You do. But also staring at yourself every day for 20 days, I... And I didn't necessarily want to be a portrait artist. So it, the longer it went on, the more challenging it got. Um, but there were probably two or three that I did during that time that I actually quite liked. So it wasn't all for nothing. And it was kind of fun to have um, that push to create one a day for 20 days just to, to keep me going. So that was the first way that I, I got myself back creating daily. Um, oh, another book that I found at the library. So during this time, I was just trying to immerse myself in everything. I was getting books from the library. I was looking for podcasts. I was watching YouTube videos, like I said, following artists on Instagram, just anything I could do to get inspired because... I was on my own. I'm in this little town. I don't have an artistic community. I don't have any artistic friends. Um, so I just had to do whatever I could to immerse myself in art and creativity. And so one of the books at the 
library that I found was called Daily Painting by Carol Marine. I believe, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe that's what it was. And she sort of had a similar story in that she just wanted to be creating more consistently. And so she gave herself this guideline to create a small painting every day. And I think she's still doing it. Um, and she's up to, you know, thousands now. It's been many, many years. But I really liked that book. I probably read it in an hour, cover to cover. It just gave me that little bit of boost. So from there, I found other challenges that I participated in. So I found one called 30 Paintings in 30 Days. And so again, even though in my dreams and imagination, I wanted to be creating these large, and when I say large, I'm talking like three, four feet um, by three or four feet kind of kind of paintings. Um, but I didn't really have the space in my house. I didn't have a bunch of, or I, I just, I guess I didn't want to invest in paying for the large canvases and all that stuff when I really was still unsure of my ability. So I took on this 30 paintings in 30 days and I limited myself to, I think it was five by five inches just on some nice paper. But I, again, I switched it up, mostly paint um, for that. And I didn't limit myself to a style, some were abstract, some. One day I remember I just had to put the brush to the page and I did like a big swirl and of hot pink and I walked away and that was the painting for that day so that was another one that just kept me going um in addition to that I took on I think I can't remember in what order if it was before or after but then there was another 100 day project which you might be familiar with if you are creative on Instagram and so for me it was back to life drawing um, in the first episode, you heard me talk about doing that in school, in high school, but since it had been 20 years, I really hadn't done much of that. So I just got myself this cheap ass notebook. Oh yeah. Reminder, I'm going to be swearing. So if that is uh, offensive to you, or if you have little people around listening, just be aware there's going to be probably an occasional swear word in here. Um, anyway, so I just got this cheap, like $2 note, plain, plain paper notepad that I could throw in my purse and not worry about. I had sketchbooks, but you know how they can get kind of big and clunky. So I just had this shitty little notebook and three or four pens and pencils um, in a little pouch in my purse. And then every opportunity I got, um, well, every day for a hundred days, I would limit myself to no more than 10 minutes generally. And I would draw whenever I had a moment, whatever was in front of me. Sometimes, or one time I can't remember, it was a newspaper. I just would flip through and try to quickly sketch, um, some images in the newspaper. I would draw my hands, my feet, my coffee cup, an apple, um, yeah, anything I had in front of me, 
And just to get my ability with drawing and sketching and, and drawing from life back. So I did that. <laughs> Again, I don't think I, I don't think there's a challenge that I actually made it to the end. I can't remember how many days I did that for, quite a few. And it just gave me that confidence again that, okay, you can actually still draw. You still understand perspective and you still understand um, tone and value and all that good stuff. So that was good. It was, these are all mostly just for me to really build up my confidence again that, that this is something that I can do, that I can improve, that even if I've lost my skill, I can get better with um, practice. Which brings me to another book that I read during that time called Peak. P-E-A-K. About um, deliberate practice. So I don't know if you guys ever heard this. Oh, you just have to do something for 10,000 hours and then you'll be an expert. Or something to that effect. You hear that sort of quoted a lot. And this was actually the researcher, and I'm sorry, I forget his name, um, but he was the one that came to that conclusion, although that is very boiled down. And the reality is that there's more to it than just doing something for 10,000 hours. Because if you do something for 10,000 hours, but you're not actually improving, you're just doing the same thing badly over and over and over again, that's not going to lead you to be an expert. What you need to do is put in your time, but constantly be looking for improvement. So whether that's through, like I said, again, books, um, YouTube, I was, I'm self-taught basically. So I really had to seek out information myself. Okay. So yeah, so I was doing my deliberate practice. I was doing these challenges I was learning how to be a self-taught artist, um, and that really means educating myself. So I was doing all that, and then I was still dreaming about oil paint because if you go and look at my work, I really like to blend. I like to... I don't know. I just really like, I'm slow. I'm deliberate. I don't work very fast. So as much as I really love watercolor, um, I don't really love acrylic a lot. I find it dries too fast. It's not creamy and blendable the way that oil paint is. And yes, I've experimented with different mediums with acrylic, and I just, it's just not my thing. And that's okay. You know, everybody's going to have things that work for them and things that don't. And so even though I would continually try to get what was in my head out with acrylic, I just could never do it. So I decided after buying this little sample pack of oil paints and watching tutorials on oil painting online that I really needed a more hands-on approach. So I started looking in my area for oil painting classes. And even though I never got to go to NASCAD, which stands for the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design, 
way back when I was graduating high school and I wanted to. Of course, I jumped on their website to see if they had any um, extended studies type of programs, and sure enough, they did. So there was an oil painting class coming up, and it was a big commitment. I'll be very honest. It is over an hour drive away from where I live, so that's two hours driving there and back. The class itself was three hours. The upfront cost was a couple hundred dollars, and having two kids um, with their activities, it required some maneuvering and cooperation from my husband and family to support me to be able to take this five hours every week for, I think it was eight weeks. But you know what? It was all worth it. I had such an amazing experience. Uh, Truth be told, I looked up the instructor before I signed up and found her on Instagram. Her name is Caitlin McGuire. She was wonderful. And I liked her style. Uh, She has a kind of bold, punchy, different, not, and not to say that another instructor wouldn't wouldn't have um, been a great teacher, but I just could tell by looking at Caitlin's work that it would be a good fit for me. So I signed up, I made that commitment, and I learned a ton. I learned a lot about um, just all the behind the scenes technical stuff about oil paint and mediums and stretching canvases and I don't know that that general knowledge the toxicity how to dispose of the solvent all of that good stuff and then the class was also really broken down into ideas about actual painting so like portraits versus landscapes and that kind of thing so it was a really great class and I was off and running after that. Next time on Art. Okay, cool. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit more about what I started making once I felt like I had the skills and ability to go ahead and create whatever I wanted. And then a little bit about putting myself out there starting to apply for different opportunities, the successes, the failures, and what that is really like. Okay, talk to you soon.